0: Hi, this is Billy West, or Stimson J. Cat, or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool!
1: And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Come on, vengeance.
0: Let's get into some trouble.
1: Okay, so that's my turn. Which one of you dumb sister-fucking-tiki-torch-carrying-sloth-from-the-goonies-looking-pieces-of-shit-wants-to-go-next?
0: For those of you waiting for the connecting flight to South Park, Colorado, my colleagues and I have just been informed that due to the severity of the COVID variant in that town, there may be a delay of another 40 to 50 years. (laughs) We're cool, back cool. again. So cool to be back again. I don't know. I am making up a song right now, but <laughs> what? <laughs> What's uh, happening? I have no idea. I guess I'm out of practice after only like what a week and a. <laughs> it's about, yeah,
1: it's been like a week and a half since our last
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two broke eeks and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And Justin's back uh from going to uh sign up for Y'all-Qaeda. Yeah, it's gonna be a Yee Hottest.
1: Gonna yeehaw my way all over the place. <laughs>
0: oh man. How was yeah. uh how was how was Texas man? You went to it was uh, you went to was some a fun lot stuff. Of fun.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of I did a lot of shit. Um, well,
0: yeah, I know I saw some pictures, but I want to hear about I want to hear about your venture. So I had my dick sucked by a trance. No, <laughs> not in Texas. You
1: didn't <laughs> no, I, no, that's why they I don't allow like, that. there. Ha. You thought they wouldn't stop. D- jokes on you. <laughs> uh, no, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Um, ate a lot of food. Um, yeah. mainly just went to a lot of bars for the most part, because I just mm-hmm. not having a car and relying a lot on lifting around is not fun. Right. Um, uh, so I think my bill for this entire trip was about two grand.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, but it I was that. totally
1: worth it. Yeah. Um, so the end of the trip, I went to a little town uh, outside of uh, about an hour and a half outside of Austin called Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. uh, where there was a, a film festival. Uh, so I got to go and do that and meet some pretty cool people.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, uh, got to uh, I'm i'm in a movie now really so that's fun. yeah what are you um, in i'm in a, a very small independent film uh i'll know more when it comes out um i went there just to be an extra set of hands on set mm-hmm. uh and then they were like they had a really funny gag they wanted to do so uh they were like they're like you take that wrench and i'm like okay <laughs> Like you, cool. do you have any problem being in a movie? I'm like, no, not at all. So I'll, uh, I saw the final product of my particular, my particular one scene. But basically, I'm a goon, mm. but not a very good one. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, um, when I know more, I'll send out when uh that's happening. But the biggest thing, uh, I did when I was there was starting off the vacation was uh be going to Texas Frightmare in Dallas or yeah. technically Irving and my God, it's, it's so, it's so nice to go back to a convention and you need to come with me next time. It looked so cool. It was so much fun. Like, um, uh, like just seeing all these people, like all these different, uh, I spent way too much money. Um,
0: of course, but yeah,
1: uh, I, Bought some really cool stuff and got some signatures. So, uh, I got oh god, what's her name? Eileen deets who was Captain Howdy in the original Exorcist.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, okay, um, I forget his, his last name, but I got Damien, uh, the director of Terrifier signature. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of other ones before the big oh. Like in a really random one, like last day, the I was kind of wandering around and Nick Castle, the original Shape or Michael Myers, his yeah, <laughs> like it was very first thing in the morning and he had no one at his booth, so I was like,
0: yes, <laughs> that's super cool,
1: yeah. And then yeah, the big but the big ones were I got to meet uh, and talk with both Ted and Sam Raimi and got them both to sign my uh, Evil Dead box set. Oh, cool! Um, and got a nice, like, sweet photo with them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fun. Like, there was a lot. There was a lot. Wait, of didn't people, you? Like... Did you not see John Carpenter while you were there? So here's the fun thing about that. Okay, like, because he was the biggest draw for the entire convention. Him and Sam. Uh huh. And we, it was one of those things where like you had to buy a ticket to guess do the signing with John Carpenter. Mm -hmm. But the problem was, that's why everyone was there. Ah. So, like, they sold out on a majority of all these signings. And then over time, they'd be like, oh, we have some more. So they would start a queue, uh, which was a huge ass line of giving out, like, tickets that were not a guarantee that you would be able to do the meet and greet. Uh, and get something signed but they oh, would call up wow. certain numbers like groups of numbers it was insane
0: that's unfortunate
1: yeah so kind of bailed on that because like we were just like nah, we're not even going to try that one mm-hmm. um i was going to try and do the killer clowns but they had a pretty long line um and then there was a couple other like we tried to do the cast of of the thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: um which was very hard because everyone was doing that as well. Uh, And then Keith David didn't show up for the last day. Uh, Hmm. So, yeah, it was like, there was a couple I would have really liked, but I've had my moment with John. I was hoping maybe get something else signed by him, but I'm okay not spending
0: $120 on a maybe. (laughs) I don't blame you there. Yeah. So what other kind of uh cool stuff did they have besides just the signings?
1: Uh a lot of vendors, uh a lot of horror vendors, uh like some of the shirts I've worn in the past, like Cavity Colors, I think was that was there. Mm-hmm. Um exclusive posters from Mondo, which I got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre one. Uh cool. and my buddy got a they live one. Uh a lot of just like a lot of vendors from around the, from the U S mm-hmm. just come up. Um, that place we went to in Vegas was there uh nightmare toys. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The, they were, they were pretty chill. A uh, lot of just, it was, it really, the way this thing was set up was like, it was in like a little amphitheater thing, uh, like a convention center. Whereas like all the signings were around the outside of the middle part of the convention floor. Except for John, he had his own own wing, mm-hmm. um, and then it, all the vendors were in the middle, and then like on occasion, like other artists and like cosplayers and people like fame, like other famous people would show up on occasion, mm-hmm. um. But man, like it was just it was a lot. Like I think I walked I walked away with like a besides the signatures, I like bought like a pin, mm-hmm. uh, and a an art piece from that someone did for uh pearl no for x um and i also got a poster from killer clowns um nice. that is like the dickies who did the theme song but it's the clowns um a mm-hmm. lot just it's just, it's a lot to take in it's uh but it's at the same time like I was lucky to make it out of there with the money I with money still in pocket. (laughs) Like if I didn't have this whole extra trip to Austin, like through Austin, I would probably be very poor right now.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds like a
1: lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And like, as most people like might as well talk about now. But yeah, end of this week, as of recording, like I'm doing the drive again. Uh, I have a place to stay. Uh, I have a cool, cool, pretty cool roommate. Um, started applying for jobs Mm -hmm. and we'll just kind of see what happens. That's awesome. Well, you should come
0: with me. Good deal. I would, if I could, but I can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm all, I believe me. I know, but I can't. (laughs) Got stuff to do here. Yeah, I haven't actually done like a ton while you were gone, uh, cause last week, uh, just jacking had, it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, last week, Leanne had to have her eye surgery. So we've just been chilling out, watching a lot of TV. Um, I was telling you before we got, uh, before we got started, you know, we started watching, um, Uh, show on apple tv plus called shrinking uh it's really good it's uh jason siegel and harrison ford (laughs) um in uh the episode we just got done watching it's it's sort of like um it's it's like a dramedy it's kind of like a little bit drama a little bit comedy uh jason siegel plays uh, a therapist whose wife Uh, died. He's he's going through, uh, you know, he's going through the loss of his wife and um, he is in the same practice as Harrison Ford, who's also playing a therapist. (laughs) And um, in the episode we just watched, uh, it was really funny. Uh, Harrison Ford uh, took, uh, Harrison Ford's character, Paul, took uh, way too many weed gummies (laughs) and spent a lot of the episode really stoned, uh, which was really funny. It's good. I I like it. Uh, We also, uh, we like a show on Hulu called The Great. Um, So watched all of the new season of that. Is there a new
1: season of The Great?
0: Yep. Uh, Season three is out right now.
1: Oh shit! Of okay. the Great.
0: Do you? Oh, you've watched The Great?
1: Yeah. Oh, That's it's the
0: show with um, uh. It's got Nicholas about, Holt uh, and L like... Fanning, and yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I've watched, I've watched the first two seasons of that. Yeah,
0: it's really good, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. Like <clears throat> Nicholas Holt has just plays these like stupid characters, and it's just <clears throat> really funny.
0: <laughs> He's really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, uh and that's really about all I've done. I haven't yeah. watched like a ton.
1: Yeah, I ended up um on my flight uh back, I ended up watching 65.
0: Which that, um, was uh what's that, that Adam one? Adam
1: Driver. Uh oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was fine. Um kind of hard to watch it on an airplane, though.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Why is because
1: that? well, big uh it's just because of kids and it's loud and you only have so much room and stuff yep um but it 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 was i thought for what it was it was fine
0: he goes back in time and fights dinosaurs right actually no
1: um that's what i thought it was but apparently the um the premise is He's like a part of a, a race of like some super intelligent like beings mm-hmm. that just so happened to uh, be around with the dinosaurs. So he's taking like a group of people to a different planet oh. um, for new civilization or something like that and gets his spaceship gets hit by an asteroid and crash lands on Earth. Mm-hmm. six which is for us is 65 million like bc or whatever yeah so he he's actually in the same timeline as dinosaurs oh interesting and so the movie you know, there's like one little girl survivor that he finds uh who doesn't speak uh or they don't have a translator so she speaks like an alien language
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they have to get off the planet because he realizes that there's a giant asteroid coming to destroy the earth or the unmarked planet, and then there's
0: dinosaurs. Okay. Well, interesting. Yeah. Well, okay, was it any good or like it was fine? Like, right.
1: it's a hard one for me to kind of it's I thought it was middle of the road. Um, hmm. like for a movie that had an interesting idea, but I feel like in execution I, I well also i just like seeing dinosaurs and i'm like there needs to be more dinosaurs
0: <laughs> yes that i'll agree with yeah dinosaurs would be good
1: yeah. yeah um i was trying like so yeah um other fun things did you see the photo that was posted earlier of anthony Mackey and harrison ford i did the Zef- yeah. yeah they were
0: announcing the kind of the name change because it was supposed to be called captain america new world order but now it's called captain america brave new world which apparently fine nwo
1: whatever. is taken
0: <laughs> yeah i know As see it was
1: wrestling man Come could on. you imagine if they had the nwo like as like the villains
0: <laughs> that would be actually pretty darn funny well
1: apparently since it kind of actually ropes into it but there is like One of the new WWE wrestlers is apparently one of the villains uh, in this movie.
0: Huh. Well, actually, for now, uh, there isn't a movie. Because for now, eh, well, as of today, as of us recording, uh, SAG is on strike now. Yep. So uh, anything that was filming is not filming anymore. (laughs) There's... (laughs) Uh, which which fine um I'm glad I I've read some things about um oh, I've read some things about different contracts that are starting to pop up uh from different companies that seem like they would be worrisome to actors like I think I mentioned on uh back when sag was sending out the the call to um, They were sending out the vote on whether they would strike or not. Uh, Someone mentioned something about like Netflix has something about like, we can just use your vote. We can use like an AI reproduced version of your voice forever without compensating you kind of thing. Like, and I still don't know if that's real, but if that's really in there, that's like real bad bullshit. (laughs) So I read the same thing. Okay. Um,
1: It's kind of, it's really fucked up.
0: It is. So like sag, probably like good on them for also going on strike. Now, here's the thing. And somebody pointed this out to me. um, They're like, okay, now the directors need to go on strike because if they go, okay, no writers, fine. We can still do reality TV. No actors. Fine. We can still do reality TV no directors you can't do anything right so uh direct but um i still think now that sag and the writers are on strike i think it's going to put a lot more pressure on all the studios to get all this shit worked out like
1: i ca- like good on them for like going for it like mm-hmm. like it really is kind of the, this whole situation is just ridiculous at this point cuz it really is just all they want is just fair pay. And we've talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's still like the fact that they, that these like, oh, these guys are just like, no, we're still not going to do it. <laughs> and,
0: right. And it's not even, I guess, not even about even fair pay anymore. Like, uh, well, it's about fair pay, but like, not just on the front end, but I, I've learned a lot more about some of the things that are going on uh, for the writers And now for the actors, too, like another thing for SAG is if if they're making all this stuff that is just for streaming, this is for writers and actors. If they're making all this stuff that is just for streaming and like. They aren't selling physical copies or even selling digital versions. And it's just for streaming. uh, There's no. uh there's no royalties anymore. You right. don't get uh royalty checks or whatever they call, it. you know, you don't get any back end payment because you don't get any yeah, oh, you're not somebody... getting your residuals. Residuals, thank you. You're not getting yeah. your residuals off of your there's not like uh oh hey, somebody bought this today. Here, you know, here's your residual. three dollars. <laughs> or if they pull it from streaming. Then you also don't get, like, if even if you manage to somehow get residuals from a streaming show, if it's being pulled and nobody's playing it anymore, you don't get residuals. Right. So they're like screwing them on the front end and the back end. It's like, this is not good. Yeah.
1: They've, uh, they're mm-hmm. royally fucking up. <laughs> yeah. The best way to put it.
0: Yeah. The other thing was something about, um, I, I like they're doing you know how like a lot of the streaming shows um, have showrunners now like yeah. I found out that's actually not like a good thing for the writers because they used to have on traditional TV writers rooms and uh, the writers would be there for something like, you know, 24 weeks or whatever, you know, they would have a job. For 24 weeks because they would have the writers on set all the way through filming. But now the way they do it when they're only doing eight episodes is they go, okay, writers, uh, you're going to write the show and then go home. And then we're just going to have a showrunner. Yeah. So they're taking the writers and going. You used to have a job for like half the year, and now you only have a job for a couple weeks. And the writers, you know, writing, you don't know when you're going to get your next job after the writing job goes away. So they're taking away steady job, you know, steady work by yeah by not steady having...
1: income is just out the door now,
0: yeah, it's, it's
1: um, which is wow. also part of that horrifying thing that I've know we've mentioned. I know a lot of people are talking about like the rise of ai Mm -hmm. and like was like now we can just like why why don't really need these people anymore because now you can get ai to write like like basically skeleton scripts Mm
0: -hmm. and then you
1: can just buff them
0: up have somebody to punch it up after yeah which is another thing they're trying to be like nope we're not gonna nope can't do that definitely not gonna allow them to do that hopefully yeah um Cause I have a writer friend who, uh, not who writes movies, but who writes books and he is an indie author. He doesn't have like, um, like a, a publishing, he self publishes and, um, I'll, I'll actually you know what, why am I saying a writer friend? Everybody go buy some, if you like, uh, yeah. if you like fantasy or if you like horror, buy books from Paul Sating, Paul yeah. S-A-T-I-N-G. Paul's a really good writer. Um, And Paul is a little bit worried about that AI thing because there's another writer. I can't remember his name. Otherwise, I'd call him out, too, to say, don't buy this dude's stuff. Uh, Because what this dude is doing is he's already one of the biggest indie authors on Amazon. He outsells tons of authors. He's he's very popular. But what he publicly said he was going to do was basically ai generate novels and just punch up ai generated novels and that would allow him to up he said i think he publicly said something like he was going to try to put out ten thousand novels in one year god which would bury every other self-published author in the fantasy genre on it you would never see their stuff because it would be buried under his books which is bullshit it's and if i could think bullshit which is not okay it's like you're already the best-selling indie fantasy author on amazon what do you need to publish ten thousand books in one year for except to pad your own wallet yeah <laughs> you know and it's also lazy ai just makes it lazy Well, exactly also it's lazy and it's not creative yeah like, like, all, like all you oh, have I made
1: to, this that's it
0: all you have to do is have an idea you don't even have to have a detailed idea you just have to have an idea yeah oh boy that noise living in an interesting time such an interesting time yeah. yeah um so yeah basically since i didn't do anything else i want to talk about the big thing that i did this week and the yes. big thing you got to do this weekend oh it's such a big thing <sighs> And the big thing apparently everybody got to do this weekend because it's making so much damn money is across the Spider-Verse. Give it all the money. <laughs> uh Man, man, did I like this movie. It's just shy of an A-plus film, but we can talk about why it's not an A-plus film.
1: How about you? Oh, yeah. Like, pr- um, pretty much, like, I thought it was a pretty much I'm in the same lane like I thought this movie was flawless. um mm-hmm. my uh, let's just I just want to talk about the negative because it's my mm-hmm. one negative and it's okay. not really a, it's not really a negative. It's just more because I kind of look at the broader picture, especially mm-hmm. for those who don't like watch because now Marvel's in this whole stage where like now that everything's connected to movies, if you miss something or mm-hmm. even just a fan made like idea or something then you're kind of out of the loop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this is my only complaint is mm-hmm. like, there were just like, and it, it literally was, I don't, uh, I, I really didn't care. It was more of a personal thing. As much as I love Easter eggs, there were too many damn Easter eggs. It's like, you have to like oh, interesting. comb through, you have to comb through. Like I need to watch that thing in slow motion to catch everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I think that's kind of, see that part i thought was actually kind of fun like i think that's the way you do it i don't think you make it obvious that's i think it makes more sense calling it an easter egg it's if it's a if you saw it you saw it and if you didn't you didn't kind my biggest problem and this is a problem that's actually happened in other movies up to this point uh and it's a fairly recent phenomenon i don't like middle installments of things not being a complete story So the fact
1: that this is a part one, you're not a fan of,
0: right? Like I'll give you an example. Um, you know how, if you watch the empire strikes back, like the empire strikes back, obviously leaves open a storyline to continue in another film, which is the Han Solo is, is frozen in carbonite. And, and uh, the Empire is not defeated, but you can sit and watch The Empire Strikes Back and it tells a whole story. Oh, beginning okay, to, I see where we go. You know, you can watch The Empire Strikes Back completely, and everything that starts in that movie is pretty much done at the end. Across the Spider Verse ends in the middle of a story point, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't even wrap up its complete story it's not a complete story it doesn't go okay we took care of these problems the next movie is for the next problem <laughs> yeah the end of the spider-verse i think is what it's called yeah something like that like it, it could have ended with the spot coming and everything but the fact that it ends in spoil alert i don't know who would be watching or listening to this and hasn't seen the movie yet but the fact that it ends with not even freeing miles from that alternate version of himself is a little bit annoying. It's like, I didn't see this movie, but didn't one of the Hobbit movies end in like the middle of a scene as well.
1: Uh, the second and third films, um, the, yeah, the desolation is smog. Uh, and the one after that or whatever, like, yeah, that's in between like films cuz I think Smog mm. dies in the third film at like the beginning.
0: Mhm. So it's just it's that's my only real complaint. Otherwise, boy oh boy, is this a movie that showcases everything that animation can do so well. It's so good. All the action beats in this are complex and interesting uh all of the emotional story points are complex and interesting like it's it miles mom is hot miles' mom is hot yeah, yeah. there's that too yeah uh, but like
1: like i actually thought what was very what what really impressed me was although we're so used to that one art style that they used in the first film the fact that they can make this so different and give each spider uh spider person like mm-hmm. their own art style that reflects their personality like spider punk
0: mm-hmm. yeah each each universe kind of had an art style right yeah like uh the the indian world uh, i looked, love him he's so good that looked a certain way uh yeah. 2099 in nueva york looked a certain way uh spider um, gwen's
1: was uh Based on her intro comic, which was like a watercolor kind of style. And it changed gorgeous. from,
0: and it changed the thing I liked in Spider Gwen's was it changed based on the emotion of the scene too. Yeah. Which was real. Spider Punk flickered. Like that was really interesting his like very british anarchy like with that whole kind of like font style his thing drove me a little crazy like i didn't like i I liked him as a character i didn't it's a little
1: aggressive
0: yeah the way they designed him didn't sit well with me just visually i was like i don't but uh i liked bringing in live action aspects to it with uh you know <laughs> uh the lady from venom and uh the background scenes of of spider-man and amazing spider-man
1: the sam raimi spider-man yep. the the one instance where miles talks to uh childish game uh childish gambino who's dressed as prowler yes
0: and they also mentioned no way home did you catch that yeah when they talked yep. about uh, Dr. Strange and the kid over in Universe 1999 or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes.
1: <laughs> so cool. It's. Um, I wanted more villains. Like, like we got yeah. like Da Vinci Vulture. hmm. And then that was pretty much it. Well, in the <laughs> besides, spot. besides the spot, which. Spot surprised me as such an interesting villain. I
0: was about to say props on them for making the spot super interesting. Yeah, like he's normally just just
1: a run of the mill, just rando villain, and they're like, no, we're gonna actually like build this out. Well, they even joke on it
0: in the movie. Like he starts out kind of bumbling, and Spider Man even calls him like villain of the week. Yeah, and he's like, no, I'm your nemesis. You made me and they did
1: it man they made it interesting <laughs> i i don't know if it was intentional i'm going off of it was intentional because the uh the the reveal where the spider that bit miles was mm-hmm. from a different universe yep um apparently like if you rewatch the first film mm-hmm. there are there are cues really and i i re- i just recently rewatched it i was like oh shit so when miles gets bitten by the spider in the in into the spider verse mm-hmm. when he meets that ver- the the peter parker and mm-hmm. both their spider senses go off oh. miles spider sense starts off as green and purple mm-hmm. um and then slowly turns into um the regular like red and blue like oh. which is the signature colors of Prowler.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So also yeah. I caught did, I uh I caught that he was in the wrong universe pretty early, actually. Same. I I uh when his mom asked him what he had done to his hair, I was like, Yeah, yeah. Where is he's in the wrong yeah. universe. <laughs> well, like
1: even when they had they did the whole bit where like sp- where Miguel takes Spider Woman and Ben fucking Ben Riley. Oh um, god. Just, just off to like go find him. And you're like Ben sitting outside his house, like outside of his house, and you're like, but he's there. And like, oh
0: I'm in the alley. I'm looking around. <laughs> fucking fucking Ben Riley. Ben Riley. I like that uh they had an Easter egg of a uh, couple Easter eggs of spectacular Spider-Man who stood out like leapt off that screen because that art style is so different from everything going on around him. Uh well yeah he also I think they got the voice actor back. Yeah Josh Keaton. Mm-hmm. I like seeing the, yeah they
1: got him back just to do that one line.
0: Yeah I like seeing the insomniac Spider-Man uh from the video game. Fucking right it was awesome. It was awesome. <sighs> Which I don't know we haven't talked about oh we haven't talked about it on here oh we can but, talk about no, it we'll, we'll second, wait on that but... in a
1: minute because i still have way more shit that to...
0: yeah <laughs> oh, i'm gonna hit pause right um like, i gotta run to the but, like i love hold on. i'll be right back hold on yeah. hold on we're back
1: yeah oh yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah back again uh it's weird i pissed right before we started recording and then like partway through spider like,
1: piss i was like
0: oh god i gotta go again um the other thing i liked i wish he had been in the movie more i liked the spider cats <laughs> yeah Uh, i wanted the whole movie to revolve around spider cat i was pretty bummed that uh i'll say one other bummer thing and it was such a minor thing i didn't even really think about it until the very end uh that uh spider ham and spider-man noir weren't there but i guess they're gonna be in the next movie because they were at the the big yeah
1: yeah like pretty much like yeah, like because we were wondering that too, and it's like, well, that makes sense now. They gotta go save Miles from Miles Prowler,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and so might as well get some of the crew back together. Yep, yep. Um, but I, I kind of hope in the next movie we see a lot more villain stuff. Like, I it's cool seeing all the Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but and I, we kind of saw some where like Miles was to fighting some other villains, like uh, Armadillo. Um, and, and someone, I can't remember the other one, but I was like kind of stoked when he, they actually fought Armadillo just as a brief cameo. I was like, ha, he's such a stupid character.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Armadillo was pretty funny. Uh, was the other, was the other thing? Oh, the, the dinosaur Spider-Man.
1: (laughs) Spider-Rex.
0: Oh, that made me laugh.
1: He, he's an actual in-canon Marvel character. Yeah, I'm sure just all this Edge of Spider Verse stuff
0: made me laugh. <laughs> good stuff in there, good stuff. It's gonna
1: be oh god. Now we just need them to put in a cameo of Homer of the Simpsons, Spider Pig, not Spider Ham. No, Spider Pig,
0: Spider Pig does whatever Spider Pig does. Bins away. can he can he swing from a thread no he can't no he can't because he's, he's a pig <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that's yeah a stupid but,
1: but yeah it's literally like i'm in the same boat as you like i'm like when it comes to like those movies that like it's not that big of a thing for me but yeah having a movie that's not complete in its full cycle and having like Mm -hmm. A huge gap, because especially now, because that movie is now set for next March, I believe.
0: Yeah, I believe you're correct. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so we have to wait that long to see this dance see how this plays out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I don't want to. But like I said, I really loved it. Uh, It was a really strong movie. It just needed, it really just needed like that little button on the end where... (sighs) if they had just saved miles and then been like, all right, now we've got to save the, save the universe, like at least get miles rescued from other miles. Like, yeah. I or or even, one...
1: yeah. Or even like he escapes a little bit. And then like the end credit is miles prowler being like, well, I guess we have to go after it. And then like, maybe he sets anything... up a team of villains. Yeah. From anything except
0: kind of just leaving it right in the middle of a story beat. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Would you say it's better? Or or which one would you, as of right now, which one's better?
0: I don't think either one. I think they're both wicked. Ah, I might, like, if I was going to sit and watch just one, I would watch Into the Spider-Verse only because it tells a complete story. I, I would have a hard time just sitting and watching across the Spider-Verse because it would make me want to watch the 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 final one. You know what I yeah. mean? Other than that, though, I think they're about equally the same movie. They're, they're just both really good. I think even maybe on a technical level, like I think the animation has improved just a bit in this one. Like this one really had some, but I, I don't know. I think it's a pretty... Uh, neck and neck kind of race. How about you? Um, I'm kind of in
1: the same. I think I prefer the first one over this one, Mm -hmm. but only by like a sliver. Like it is the, like is a like super tiny sliver. Mm -hmm. Um, my thing is, and I hope that it comes a thing when the next one comes out, they do like a fun little box set of the two, like sell it as one movie. Yeah. Um, like kind of like what they did with titanic with the two vhs <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i can see that this is our titanic <laughs>
0: darn right yeah. oh man yeah
1: but yeah but uh yeah uh the what i was gonna say earlier was there was a uh, that they, they sony playstation had a like had another one of their like state of play things Mm. and the big there was a couple new games that came out but honestly I don't give a shit because they had the first foot uh first footage of the spider-man sequel game yes they
0: did and I want it it's awesome looking it is um Um, no I I I just I was thinking about it 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 looks amazing so I uh I think Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. It looks amazing. I don't know what else to say about it besides that. I think the fact that you, I love that you get to play
1: both Miles and and Peter. Yes. Um. I also love that they're they've changed the mechanics for when you're in the symbiote suit, Mm. and how more aggressive it is. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Definitely. uh, I think I still think it's cool that Craven's like the other big villain um
0: yes absolutely
1: seeing the lizard is really awesome
0: lizard's huge he's
1: fucking big um i hope i'm I'm sure they will have more villains and stuff going on but this is pretty much exactly the kind of game i am stoked to play because as of right now my video gaming has been pretty much mi- like right now i've just been playing a lot of dead island 2
0: I mean, I've been playing nothing, so you're still doing better than I am.
1: We listen up, everyone. I'm gonna We're gonna start a Patreon just so we can get Matt a place, or someone just send him a PS Five.
0: Someone just send me one, please. Yes. Uh...
1: Because apparently, like, I want to play the new Star Wars game, but I've been hearing a lot of bad reviews about it.
0: Really? I haven't yeah. heard anything about it. So, it's, huh?
1: I've heard like, I've heard that it's felt like it's unfinished. And a lot of weird um like there's a lot of weird glitches. Like one weird. person okay. I saw I saw footage from one person who was playing it where they were fighting a boss mm-hmm. and the boss kicked them off a ledge and they had to restart, but when they restarted, it went into a cutscene and then immediately just made the boss disappear as if they defeated it weird
0: it was okay weird odd yeah like i said i haven't heard anything about it so that's news to me huh
1: that, that might also be news in fact you haven't heard anything about it in general
0: yeah probably it's probably no new but yeah i haven't been i haven't been really playing anything it hasn't been like you know anything i've been super interested in but uh I I've been thinking about it again since obviously the uh uh Spider-Man footage for the for the new Spider-Man so I'm I'm gonna be looking forward to playing that as soon as I can get myself a uh PS5 which I saw there were I saw they were available not too long ago um Amazon had some in stock but the
1: Best Buy near me has a bunch
0: yeah except now I'm poor so i can't this is where (laughs) i put my ps5 if If i had had one one, that's exactly right that's how i feel lately about the about it yeah Hmm.
1: um but yeah i mean that's i mean since yeah since our Mm. last conversation and like our last podcast that's pretty much been it it's just like Mm. was off in austin off again um by the, the next time we record i will be down there and i'll race up and hopefully a Maybe I'll have some money already set aside to get a brand new computer that will actually not, that will actually let me show my face again on mm-hmm. Zooms without like cause my laptop to go in like completely Fritz.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I haven't been, yeah, I haven't been doing a ton either. Um, I, I still, uh, I think this weekend uh, since they both came out the same day. And I could only go to one this past weekend. I think this coming weekend, I'm going to go see the boogeyman. I might um,
1: go see that too within the next couple of days, possibly.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that uh, still. And, uh, you already have your ticket
1: for Flash.
0: I already bought my ticket for the Flash finally, even though there's still early screenings going on everywhere but here. Like they're yeah. still showing it all kinds of places. And they're just not showing it here, which at
1: this point, they really should just release it. Just put the damn movie
0: out so I can see, yeah. Uh, but I do have absolutely no sense. Today is the sixth, so I have to wait nine days. Nine days, not yeah. Six plus six is 12 plus three, yeah. Nine, I have to wait nine days. I'm seeing it on the 15th, yep, yeah. I don't want to know what the first
1: movie I will be seeing in Austin is then (laughs) Mm -hmm. you'll be seeing the flash baby and I will be flashing everyone keep hearing it's
0: fucking amazing
1: yeah there's like apparently there's I'm glad I haven't seen it yet and I'm so glad I I haven't been on the internet too I
0: have unfortunately seen something that makes me feel like I know what one of the biggest surprises in the movie is
1: yeah, everyone's dead.
0: No, but I won't tell you because I don't want to. I don't want to tell you, and I don't want to tell anyone that might have somehow managed to avoid this. But yeah, um, like it is there was something a thing... that I'm like, son of a, bitch. yeah,
1: yeah. There's a thing I saw. It's mostly and nothing spoiler ish. It's just like just people being like, you are not going to believe what's about to happen. So I keep leaving comments of stupid shit. Mm-hmm. of just like i already figured it out swamp thing's gonna uh, is gonna get a dildo and take it to superman they're like what what i'm like yeah figured it yep, out figured it out can't mm-hmm. hold it for me
0: you win <laughs> yeah no Now give uh, me my prize <laughs> yeah so that's what's that's what's coming up in our future
1: yeah, and then we're gonna get into like I, there was a new trailer that came out today for
0: Insidious, the new Insidious. I
1: didn't get to watch it yet. Did you see it? Nope. I just found out about it right before we started recording. Okay,
0: I didn't get to watch it. Um, so yeah, Insidious: The Red Door. Can't wait for that. Um, what else did I see trailers for before? Probably nothing. Eh. Did you see the
1: new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle: uh, Mutant Mayhem trailer?
0: I didn't see the new one. They they played the first one at the front of my um at the front of my screening of Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, the new. Is there a new one?
1: Yeah, I got I got a new one, uh, uh in mind. Like a definitely a more in depth one. I was like, oh, <laughs>
0: okay. The only problem I still have so far with that movie is uh, Donatello's voice. I think the other voices are fine. I get what they're going for. They're trying to make them sound more like teens. Donatello sounds younger than a teen. Donatello sounds like a child, like a small child. So maybe he's the youngest. He might be. He might. That might be it. That might be what they're going for. It just it throws me off every time I hear it. I'm like, wait, what? That's really the one you went for there. Okay, just
1: just wait till you get to John
0: Cena and. Seth
1: Rogen as Bebop and Rocksteady.
0: I can't wait. I'm fine with that. Yes. Like, those two seem like they should be Bebop and Rocksteady, honestly.
1: It's so weird because it looks like the main bad guy in this is
0: Baxter or something else. Well, considering it's called Mutant Mayhem, that actually wouldn't surprise me if Baxter Stockman was the main villain. Plus, it's a nice break to have a main villain that's not Krang or Shredder.
1: Well, it's just really weird because um because it's at uh Jing G- Caro Esposito and I'm so used to um I'm so used to his vo- the Baxter stockman's voice being more like a fl- like you know like how anyone mm-hmm. would do a voice of a fly yeah but it's his like super deep like uh still pretty much Moff Gideon
0: kind of gonna watch this new trailer then but yeah it's, it, it, it's pretty good yeah, but, like, the idea of Baxter Stockman being the main villain and, like, creating mutants, that I can get down with. That sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Then can't wait for Post Malone's uh, voice, and I think he's Ray Ray Filet.
0: He's one of those dudes, like...
1: Oh, no, he's Mondo Gecko.
0: He's one of those dudes that they put him in a mood like... Like, why would you put his voice... His voice, he might as well just be anybody like he has such he's not a voice actor like that's, wh-
1: yeah that's what why? we always talk about like, you just put celebrities we, in films but you don't have them do voices it's just oh it's post malone
0: if a celebrity has a wicked recognizable voice that's fine gilbert was a voice actor because gilbert <laughs> sounded like gilbert yeah <laughs> you know um yeah, who else has a wicked recognize uh, who who else current who's a current alive person that i would say has a wicked record you know who i think has a voice that can just do voice acting even though she's also an on-screen actor is kate McCucci no totally like she and she does do voice acting i know she does but she has like a voice for it she has like a distinct sound like yeah post malone i've I'm not super familiar. I'm not familiar at all with him really, except I have heard him speak and he just sounds like a dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't have, he you sounds know, like a bro. Yeah. And like, even John Cena uh, sort of sounds like something, you know, he's, <laughs> I guess maybe we just know John Cena because he's, I don't know. It's just one of those. It's things, John Cena. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the rest of them, I'm like, they're, uh, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to keep going on that rant over and over again. One more time for everyone in the back. The one other thing that I just want to mention real quick before we're done is, uh, teaser trailer for new Futurama which was very exciting because I feel like not very long ago like maybe two or three weeks ago we were just saying isn't it weird that we haven't heard anything more about new Futurama they they heard us they, must and they were have. like well we
1: gotta give him something yep so yeah I just love that it's just me. John DiMaggio being like
0: what bags?" yes <laughs> and then just lots of teeny tiny clips of funny things that are going to happen
1: which yeah, i've been slowly re-watching some stuff mm-hmm. um i've been doing mo- mainly the movies so like the beast i'm right halfway through beast with a billion backs
0: good choice mm-hmm.
1: um yeah um so it's just great seeing like been just doing a lot of re-watching of that like this this whole time if i wasn't out and about in austin i was in my room watching mm-hmm. nothing but south park <laughs> oh wow so much it's... all right so like like so i was like between futurama south park and then i've been kind of rewatching uh, gravity falls i've never um, seen
0: that still i've heard which, it's good haven't seen it it's so much fun maybe that will I think go you, would probably, you probably would enjoy it i probably would i just got to put it on the list and actually dedicate some time to it
1: is it going to be the same kind of list that i have um sex education on
0: (laughs) probably just yeah yeah (laughs) probably Mm -hmm. i'll get to it at some point (laughs) oh i just thought of something else that leanne and i watched that uh it's a weird when i explain it it's gonna sound weird but i think people should check it out if they haven't yet there's a show it was on amazon uh called jury duty have you heard oh i know the show oh did you watch it uh, I haven't
1: watched it yet. I want to. I've seen some okay. clips. The conceit um,
0: of the show is yeah. there's an entire fake jury, fake um, trial going on. But one of the 12 jurors is a dude who thinks he's on a, a real jury at a real trial. And it sounds so dumb. And the show has some some dumb, fun moments um, but it's pretty funny. Uh, James Marsden is in it playing a version of himself that is, he's so fucking funny in it. Like, no joke. He's really good. So yeah, yeah, I think that one's totally worth checking. I mean, out. It, it, it reminds me there was a show on the
1: in the early 2000s on MTV. I Josh never I think it was MTV. Huh? Joe Schmo? Yeah, Joe Schmo. It's the mm-hmm. same thing, just instead of a cash prize or something at the end. Mm-hmm. It's just these guys are just fucking with a dude with his fake trial.
0: No, there's a cash prize at the end. Oh, him. there is? Yeah, he ends up... I won't spoil how it gets there, like why he gets it, but he didn't even know there was... It's, that you know, it's, it's, it's worth checking out, I think. I think, you know... Alright. Um, it's not like a typical reality show because what it... it mostly what it really is to be honest is watching a bunch of actors do long form improv because they yeah, have to interact they have to interact with this dude you know and they have story beats you can tell that they are scripted like you can tell they've set up story beats but they obviously can't anticipate what this one dude who doesn't know he's around a bunch of actors is going to say or do. So it's yeah. really, and I looked at Leanne at one point and I'm just like, these people are improving their asses off, like impressively, impressively so. So it's basically just one long form improv. And I, for that alone, I'm like, man, this is good. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, I it's definitely gonna be a show I wanna watch. Mm-hmm. Um especially because I am a fan of improv. Yeah. Um yeah. And and it's I not, just think that kind of stuff is interesting that if they can pull it off really well, and I've heard well, nothing but good things about it.
0: And I didn't even really think of it as being improv until there's one scene in one of the episodes where it's just James Marsden and this guy alone in a room and it seems like they were probably in there alone for hours and I'm like, oh my God, Marsden is alone with this dude who doesn't know he's on a TV show. just <laughs> improving his ass off for hours <laughs> and I would all of a sudden it hit me oh, everyone on this show is just here doing improv. yeah so it's uh it's jury duty on Amazon yeah that's cool
1: uh yeah definitely has to go on the list with everything else
0: with everything else that you may or may not see someday it's gonna happen one day just like my list of things i may or may not see someday (laughs) (laughs) oh well all right cool i think that's it for for now
1: all right well next episode we will be talking probably hopefully about boogeyman and hopefully some other films And maybe I'll have a rundown of some stuff at the new house or something. I'll be talking
0: to you in a different time zone. Only by an hour. Yeah. Yep. Only by an hour, but still a different time zone. Yep. I'll be an hour behind you. We get to play this game again. Yes, we do. Although not as bad as when you were in California and it was three hours difference. Very
1: true. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Later, everyone. Later.
0: The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2 Pod, and on Twitter at 2 Pod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.